right, welcome back to To The Saints. We got the techno flow going. <laughs> Only because I know how much our guests really enjoy the techno flow. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that right, guests? That's right. That's, that's absolutely right. right great. <laughs> hey, you're listening to To The Saints. We're glad to have you tuned in. Uh, my name is RC. This is Andrew. This is Tyrone. This is Allison. This is Carrie. This is Bridget. And we have with us Caleb and Carly Essler. Yes. That's usually where you guys say hello. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Or hey. Hey works too. (laughs) Awesome. We're excited to be here this morning. We are so excited to have you guys. Um, so little, little introduction to Caleb and Carly backstory. We met them in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, they were part of the church in Gainesville there with us. And, um, what is interesting, yes. I think about their story is that they just kind of fell into the mm. church in Gainesville. It was not something they were particularly like searching, like super hard for. They weren't necessarily done with the institution. Um, the Lord just kind of brought them that way and then started showing them stuff as they were experiencing him um, in a new way. Uh, so, guys, will you give us a little um, kind of lead up or history to what brought you to Gainesville and how you even found the group there? Yeah, so we um, ended up in Gainesville for my school. I was getting my master's of physician assistant studies. So... That's how we ended up there. And so we were it was your fault. To... <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And we were invited to the church by one of Caleb's best friends who who was attending. Um, mm-hmm. And so Caleb actually tried it out before we even moved there. He went with his friend John, and I remember him calling me and saying, I just had the best experience of church ever. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> I just went with John, and it was like three hours of, of worship, and he's like, we have to try this out. I'm not saying we have to do it, but we we need to go. Um, so we got married, and a week later, moved to a couple days later, moved to Gainesville, and um, went to a meeting. So. Yeah, you really hit the nail on the head, Bridget, and we, we were not looking for an organic experience. We mm-hmm. completely just fell into it, and... Uh, we were familiar with the church in Gainesville from John Fletcher, my buddy, but our my early conversations with him were full of doubt and skepticism. Mm-hmm. So it certainly wasn't something that we moved to Gainesville in search of. <laughs> so you came into it rather organically. Oh, bless. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was. Bless. Um, I had forgotten that you guys were so newly married. Yes, they were. Good. I had completely forgotten that. Yep. Yeah. That's right. I did remember yeah. that it was some challenging in moving from an FSU campus to Gator's <laughs> 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 yes, right. mm-hmm. campus. But when we appreciate the sacrifice that you made. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we needed we needed to bring light to the pagans in games. <laughs> yeah, actually, though the the newly married piece was an interesting element to it because I think we were working through some of that baggage of being newlyweds mm-hmm, and yep. looking at what kind of the traditional approach to marriage and and headship and mm-hmm. you know leadership and authority looked like, kind of in the the movement that we were coming out of and. 
kind of justifying and and looking at that through a new lens as we were experiencing organic church. So mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, I think I think landing in the organic church at that point in our marriage was one of the best things that could have happened to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, um, Caleb, you have um, your your background is um, you got to grow up in an entirely other country, right? Mm, yep. Which is yeah, awesome. My, uh, yeah, my folks were missionaries overseas in in Croatia and Bosnia for about eight years. Mm-hmm. So, I spent the early part of my life there, and. When Carly and I met and were dating, our plan was initially to move back overseas and do some sort of missions and church planning work, mm-hmm. most likely in, a, in the uh, 1040 window yep. to, an, uh, to a Muslim nation. So mm-hmm. the Lord really sidetracked some of our plans. <laughs> <laughs> he us into oh, he is so good at that. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you hung out with us in Gainesville. <clears throat> During that time there, the Lord opened your eyes up to his his purpose, his desire, what what he is after. And then he moved you away. Mm-hmm. Like far yeah. away. <laughs> to another country. <laughs> no. no. Um, can I, can I, before we get to your moving, can I ask what it was like for you as the Lord started to open your eyes up to something bigger than you had, um, I guess I'm assuming a lot of things, so correct me if I'm wrong. I'm assuming you had an experience similar to us growing up in the church and the, in the Christian, you know, kind of world, if you will. And, and then the Lord opening your eyes up to something that you had never heard before and kind of wondered why mm-hmm. in the world have we not been hearing this um what was that like for you yes yeah. so for me it was it was a very long adjustment um you know because we kind of fell into organic church we weren't looking for it i had a lot of questions when we first started going and i was very reserved and i don't think i actually really participated in the meetings for at least a year <laughs> um <laughs> But it was hard for me to understand, like, if this is what the Lord wants, then how come I've never seen it before? How come, mm-hmm. you know, all these pastors that I look up to, why haven't they ever talked about this before? And, you know, if it's of the Lord, shouldn't it be this, like, big thing that everyone's doing? And right. I think it it took um, a long time for the Lord to just show me that, you know, not everything He does is big and mm-hmm. showy. And yeah. um, so that was one thing that, that was one hurdle that I had to kind of get over was that, well, why aren't all these pastors doing this? And, and how am I going to be spiritually fed? Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. another big thing. That mm-hmm. yeah. I thought, well, I'm fed by listening to a sermon every week. And, you know, and I, I think even after our first couple of meetings, I said, okay, Caleb, if we're going to do this, then I'm just going to have to listen to sermons online every week. Like, <laughs> and yeah, like, she, she really said I, that. Those are my, <laughs> I literally remember saying And I just didn't have a concept yet that, you know, I mean, I knew Christ was living in me, but... Right. Yeah. I don't think I really have the faith that like he can feed me spiritually <clears throat> and I can go to him directly mm-hmm. and and the other saints too, like his mm-hmm. life in in the body. So yeah. um that is one thing that he showed me is just that he, you know, the the concept of the priesthood of all believers that yes. I am just as equal in Christ as yes. these pastors that I was looking up to or yep. You know, just as much as anyone else. And so I think I learned that I actually was more spiritually fed 
by people who had no credentials, you know, mm-hmm. who were just sharing what the Lord had had shown them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think I was more spiritually fed from our meetings and just our times even outside of the meetings from just spending time with the saints than I ever had been and, and you know, taking notes on sermons for years. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Amen. That was awesome. Yeah, I've always been a little bit more of a contrarian, and I, mm-hmm. I, I find myself drawn to alternative ideas. So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't hard for me, I think, to reconcile the thought that, Perhaps there's a better way that has escaped notice for mm-hmm. you know most of the church's history, or or has been there under the surface, mm-hmm. right. and now is kind of being drawn out by the Lord. I think the the transition for me that was difficult is coming out of a background that had uh, one view on what the scriptures said, mm. and believing that that view was the was the only. Mm-hmm. And being extremely concerned about somehow getting outside of the the scriptural bounds that I was familiar with and comfortable operating in, mm-hmm. yeah. and and so my questions tended to be you know theological and dogmatic, and yeah. it was kind of a neat experience for me to to be a part of something and belong to something before I could really understand and explain what was happening. Mm-hmm. And yet knowing that that was where the Lord had us, it was, uh, I think in a lot of ways, that was one of the first ways that the Lord stretched us was he didn't explain everything to us, but he also made it perfectly clear that this was where he wanted us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And of course, with time, all of those questions were, you know, answered in a resounding fashion, but mm-hmm definitely was a transition. And I think one big piece, too, was because, you know, our plan was, okay, we're going to finish up this master's, and we're going to go overseas somewhere mm-hmm. in the Middle East, and we're going to be missionaries. And so I remember sitting down with the Walters and saying, mm-hmm. so how does, like, being a missionary, like, fit into this? Or you know, <laughs> How do we plug this into our missions? It, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it really was. And I think I had never asked, the, I had never even heard the question of, you know, in our minds, the ultimate calling sort of was to like to be a missionary to save the lost like that's what we're here to do to mm-hmm. save the lost and i never until coming into organic church i'd never heard the question of so what did god want before the fall like what right mm-hmm. i'd never gone further and so i remember when i first heard that question i was like whoa like <laughs> never thought of that before like god wanted something in genesis one and two you know before there was the fall what did he want and mm-hmm. so i think hearing the saints talk about that and I think they were like, you know, not that missionary work is bad. It's just, I think we realized, oh, this isn't like the ultimate, like right. mm-hmm. God can use this, but really like, I think he, he had to show us that he wanted something even before mm-hmm. there was a fall and there was, you know, we were lost. So. Oh, lands. <laughs> I am love hearing their story. <laughs> I know, right? Me too. <laughs> We're all just like nodding emphatically yes. as you all talk. I know yes. you can't see yes. it, but we are. Tyrone's just barely nodding, but he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little, a little half cocked smile. Oh, I can't wait for you guys to meet Tyrone and Allison. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like I've been missing out on something my whole life. Not you guys. <laughs> awesome. So then the Lord shows you all this, yep. and then he says, all right, gang, it's time to move. And, you, and we're like, what? Mm-hmm. Yep. Tell us about the yeah, what? I, I think the incredible part of it was, geez, we were, we were 
an active part of the the body for I would say two years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't think the Lord kind of pulled the veil back and showed us exactly what was happening until eighteen months in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then it was like six months later we were gone, mm-hmm. and we actually think about that all the time mm-hmm. nowadays. It's, I think we we reminisce and wonder. In the middle of a hard week, what would it have been like if we had been anchored in Gainesville longer, understanding what was what was going on? And I think we we even fight the thought that we wasted our first year and a half there. We know the realities that that happened in the Lord's timing. Right. Yes. Right. We definitely spent a year and a half enjoying some of the practicals mm-hmm. that we experienced in Organic Church. You know, every member sharing and mm-hmm. seeing how wonderful that was, and the fellowship between the brothers and sisters and, and the shared life mm-hmm. and a focus on the church as the Lord's passion instead of the church as a, as a tool to other ministry avenues. Oh, yeah. We experienced those things yes. and we loved them, but it wasn't until a year and a half in that, that I think the veil was drawn back and the Lord said, you know, this is why these things are elements of my church. This is why it's in the DNA, but let me show you the big picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost wonder if he did that so we would realize that it was a work of him and yeah. not something that, you know, because we were reading about it, talking about it. I, I remember listening to all kinds of, of talks by Frank about it, but it just, my eyes were not open to it until later. Mm-hmm. Um so now it's giving me the appreciation of, you know, this is just what the Lord, the Lord has to do it, and it's yep. nothing that man can do. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. And it's helped us down the road when we've been outside of organic body life. Mm-hmm. It, it has been a constant reminder that, that some of the practical elements and the how-tos, they do not encompass what the Lord is after with His body. Mm-hmm. You can have... Mm-hmm. Every member participatory meetings, but without yes. a vision for the eternal purpose. Yep. yep. It's just another format. And so yep. I think that has been really good for us because otherwise I think we would have probably yeah. defaulted depending on some of the how to's because yes. they're easier mm-hmm. to explain mm-hmm. and they're easier to implement right. than mm-hmm. the eternal purpose, which is something <laughs> that the Lord has to I reveal. Know, right? So much easier to give them a, okay, this is the form and how you do it, as opposed to, man, you just got to follow that life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I guess your question about moving up to, we're in Minneapolis now. Um, Minnesota. I think the Lord, yeah, the Lord has used us moving up here, I think, to one, really solidify his eternal purpose, because, Mm. you know, we were so blessed to be in Gainesville, you know, in the Mm -hmm. church, and moving up here, it was like, okay, you know, we kind of had to not figure it out for ourselves, but it was like, we really had to go to the Lord and really depend on him. Like, Lord, what do you want? And he just wouldn't let it go. Mm -hmm. And so I think moving up here just solidified it even more in us. And I remember being concerned before we moved, talking to Mm -hmm. to all of you guys, you know, what if we we move away and then... What if we fall out of... Yeah. What are are we going to do? So, but the Lord held us and kept us and yes just continue to solidify his purpose in us so yes and amen and that's that is an aspect of your story where you you guys brought this this you know decision um to you know some other saints and and we walked this out Mm -hmm. together and and everyone since the lord's life and peace in this despite 
despite that it looked contrary to maybe what we thought, you know, yes. surely the Lord's after his church and his his house and, yeah. and so why would he move saints away? But but there was there was yeah. just an agreement in all of us that the Lord was saying, No, I have something yeah. in this and right. so Yeah, it wasn't a decision you yeah, made alone. I, I basically I basically pled with Andrew and R C to tell me that I, I couldn't go but <laughs> <laughs> So it's really y'all's fault. <laughs> well, I blame Andrew. <laughs> well, I have to say. That's not true, Caleb. <laughs> Talking to you guys now, it's so um, encouraging to hear yes. what the Lord has been doing. Oh, no, my goodness. No, kidding. So encouraging. Um, so do you guys have, because I have a couple other things I want to touch on, but I didn't know if anyone else had some things. Just you, more like. What's the Lord doing now, and what are, you, what are you involved in now? What books have you written? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just we've been interviewing Milton John. So. Yeah. <laughs> so no books yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no books. Okay. We wrote ten easy steps to organic right. church. Right. <laughs> <laughs> easy organic church and forty-eight hours. There you go. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure those will be a hit. I know. I say like people would be like, hey, where can I find those books? I know. <laughs> but you know that, that resource he said? Did, where's it at? Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. So you guys did move up there to nothing, and then the Lord kind of did the unexpected. What happened? Yeah, we uh, we spent, I don't know, about two years bouncing around between home churches and we had a uh, we had some wonderful times with other believers and the Lord really you know he grew us in that time and we had some phenomenal relationships that we've been able to maintain uh, but eventually led us to a, a point where it was clear that he wasn't going to let organic church he wasn't going to let go of it Mm-hmm. It was still something that he had on the plate for us, and so through the help of of Andrew and and Milt and and RC, we were able to connect with a group of folks up here that have been looking for organic church throughout the Twin Cities area, which is where we're we're located. Mm-hmm. And it was really a neat story. We uh, put out an email, and we had folks contact us interested in exploring organic church that had said. They said, wow, we signed up for an email list six years ago. (laughs) Never thought we were going to hear from anyone. (laughs) And then all out of nowhere, we we received an email this week saying, hey, there's people meeting to explore something that you expressed interest in. Um, Mm -hmm. But we've been been with the group. There's there's 20 of us right now that are Mm -hmm. gathering together at at least on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. And... um, it's been a, a rich, wonderful experience. Um, I don't. I, I don't think that everyone would say that we are an organic church necessarily. We are. We're still working that out mm-hmm. collectively. Mm-hmm. Um, who we are and, and what it means to be a body together. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of hope and a lot of excitement for the direction that we're pointing. But at the same time. We have experienced a lot of the Lord through these people over mm-hmm. the last year, and it's been it's been rich and encouraging. And many of the elements that drew us to Gainesville, we we see pieces of them. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. We've seen a lot of dependency on the Lord. We've seen a lot of people laying down uh, personal beliefs mm-hmm. and and doctrine to let the Lord lead 
and it's it's been a rich, rich, rewarding year for us. A lot of a lot of questions that we've dealt with, a lot of um, bumps in the road, and some you know disagreements for mm-hmm. sure. We mm-hmm. recently had a had a couple leave the group, but I think overwhelmingly we have been amazed by how willing people are to put in the hard work and. Mm-hmm. And that means I think step out in faith, say, okay, I don't, I don't really know what this is or what it looks like, and it doesn't agree with my background, but we're willing to give this a try and see what the Lord does in the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one encouraging thing is that it's a pretty diverse group as far as, like, backgrounds. Um, some people have just recently stepped out of the institutional church. Others have been out of it for years. Mm-hmm. Um, some are char- some are more from a charismatic background. Some are very, you know, from a very Reformed background, but... Mm-hmm. It's just been great to see um, and encouraging just to see people lay down and even say, I want to lay down, mm-hmm. you know, my preconceptions. I want to lay down what I think this should be, mm-hmm. um, and we want what the Lord wants. Yeah. And so, you know, but it's a messy process working that out and yeah. trying, you know, trying to figure out, okay, what, is, what does unity look like and how do we, how do we become unified on, on decisions and mm-hmm. how do we lay down our lives to one another? And so... It's definitely been encouraging, but it's been, it's a work, you know, it's work too. <laughs> it is work. <laughs> it's good. So. Yep. Yeah, I like how you say it's work because uh, I think sometimes we think this is going to be quick, easy, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a continual pursuit of what the Lord wants and His house really does, is a process and mm-hmm. it takes a lot of. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm long-suffering with our brothers and sisters and just kind of waiting on the Lord sometimes. And uh, it's, it's certainly mm-hmm. all worth it, but as you eloquently said, it, it, there's a, it's a messiness in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. yeah. mm-hmm. I really like the word process, and mm-hmm. I think something that the Lord has, has shown me and continues to show me every couple of months, it seems, <laughs> is how much more important I think the process is than mm-hmm. the outcomes, mm-hmm. yep. at least on, on this side of eternity, because he controls outcomes already. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so he is not worried with, I think, the end point so much as how we arrive there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in this group, we've de- dealt with that routinely, where, where I think the Lord has stopped me and said, it's not a question of making the right or wrong decision. It's how did you make the decision? Mm-hmm. Did you submit it to me? Did yeah. you follow me? Yeah. Did you did you listen to me? Mm-hmm. And I think Carly and I, uh, you know, we tend to be task oriented, mm-hmm. get it done individuals, and mm-hmm. and we want to see the right decision made mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lord has has continually reminded us: No, trust the process. I will control the outcomes yeah. if mm-hmm. you just listen and follow. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I think too, I have the tendency to, I feel like because the Lord has revealed to us you know, this, this is what my eternal purpose is. I want to like tell everyone, like, you have to understand this. You know? mm-hmm. we've, been reading through, I know. we've been reading through finding organic church, which has been great, mm-hmm. but it, um, the Lord just keeps showing me that, you know, it's me that has to reveal this and I just yes. have to yield to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, there's nothing that I, you know, I can do it. The Lord will build his church. There's nothing that we can do. Mm-hmm. And he keeps showing us, like, I'm the head of my church. I will take care of this. I will take care of this. So mm-hmm. our job is just to yield to him and let him mm-hmm. do, you know, let him work. Yes. But, yes and amen. Oh. A whole, whole bunch of yeses and amens. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, um, Caleb, I have quoted you on a couple things. Just be prepared for that. I've, I've written them down. They'll probably be in the blog post that we um, yes. that, that goes with this show. But um, <clears throat> what? Yeah, saying some good stuff, guys. So, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, along with all of this wonderfulness, you also have recently, well, you know, a year now, you had your first baby. Yes. Mm. Yes, we did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How's that been? Yes. <laughs> so good. It's yeah. been amazing. Yeah. Very hard, but <laughs> kind of like the church. It's a lot more <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. Hardest thing you've ever done, but... Wouldn't give it up for anything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been great. I feel like the Lord, almost every day... It's like there's so many pictures of the Lord in parenting. Oh, my gosh. Like the other day, he was trying to dive off the couch. And I'm like, he's going to kill himself. (laughs) And then I I was trying to stop him. And he was getting mad at me stopping him from diving off the couch. Mm -hmm. And it's like the Lord is just like, you know, sometimes this is kind of what you try to do. (laughs) (laughs) But like, because I was just thinking, you know, I know better than him. Why is he mad at me for, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to help him. And, you know, just things like that every day. The Lord yep. just gently reminds me, you know, I my ways are higher. Just trust yes. me. Mm-hmm. So. I'll never forget early on um, a, a period where, like babies do, he had difficulties sleeping and eating mm-hmm. when we wanted him to. All right. And there was one particular evening where he kind of got in a cycle. He wouldn't sleep, so he was tired. And he wouldn't eat, so he was hungry. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he couldn't fall asleep because he was hungry, but he was too tired to eat, and it was just this, like, yes. cyclone <laughs> of frustration building within him. And I was trying to rock him to sleep. I was trying to feed him. I was I was giving it everything for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And finally, I just sat there holding him and looking at him cry, thinking, buddy, I have Everything you need right here yep. available to you if you would just let me provide let it to you yes. instead of fighting. Yep. And it was like that thought entered my mind and the Lord immediately reached down and tapped my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my beloved son, I have everything yes. you need. Let me provide it to you. Yes. Don't struggle. Let me handle it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every week it's something like that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, agreed, and it even happen it continues ha- happening when they're teenagers. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, some of us are crying over here because know, we miss right? you guys so much. <clears throat> Listen, Austin is a great city. Yes, it is. <laughs> to vacation in. Yes. Finish the sentence. I heard that there's amazing food too. Yep. Yes, there is. There is. It's and the people. Food truck capital of the world. Yes. Poor people. Yes. Not trying to pressure you to move here. You really should move here. But hey, um, um, are you guys, are you, you guys, you looking definitely at the should visit. <laughs> and, uh, and For good sure, time visit. to visit would be this to the Saints conference coming oh, up yes. in July. We are we are looking for sure. We're really trying to see what strings we need to pull to make it happen. It's a little a little difficult with mm-hmm. um, both of our work schedules and then yeah. both yeah. of our families have weddings around that time. But oh, that's a lot of stuff. It is. So, 
We know at least one gentleman from our group is coming down, and we're really, oh, good. really, make it work. really excited for you guys to meet him because he's incredible. Awesome. Um, but we, we would like to be there as well. Well, we would love for you to be here. Obviously, no pressure. We understand. Oh, no, yeah, you know, um, we understand. You know, early bird special is about to yes. you know, about jump to in expire. on that special. <laughs> <laughs> we were just planning on staying in the RV with you guys. Oh, well, okay. yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, you can stay in our in our RV, and, and we'll stay in your hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can work this out. Our kids still love playing Mafia. Oh, yes. They were just playing all it the other the day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. They all learned it from you. And, and we have our own Settlers of Catan now, too. We do. Do you? Yes. yes. Wow. I know. Yeah, a lot of fun nights. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Guys, thank you so, so much yes. for letting us ask you questions and being so open with your answers. Mm-hmm. So encouraging. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for talking. All right. We love you guys. Love and we you guys. will you talk to you soon. Hey, all right. You've been Bye. listening to, to the Six. Hey, they're saying goodbye, I guess. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we're going to say goodbye, too. Until next time, this is RC. This is Andrew. This is Tyrone. This is Allison. This is Carrie. And this is Bridget. This is Caleb and Carly. <laughs> and Rowan. All right, we love you guys. See you next time.